Uh, welcome to Politics as Usual, episode what, 12. 12, yeah. I was good on the episode, just that quick. Yeah. I forgot. This week we will be discussing uh, Captain Marvel, uh, Avengers Endgame trailer, uh, some hip hop what ifs, and whatever else comes to mind. Whatever else happens, yeah. Don't forget, subscribe to the kwc.com, 2200trim.com, kidsworkcrimes.com, 2200trim.com. I mean, you the one with all Captain Marvel stuff. You the one wrote the, the big poster. Our poster of the week is going up. Uh, yeah, it's, it's about time I had a win, man, because y'all been killing me, so I'm, I'm very proud to finally have a, a, a lead in the polls, I guess. To the, the well. <clears throat> I guess it's because a lot of people just want to know about Captain Marvel. So. I mean, paid advertising. Paid advertising does help. You don't have to say that out loud. But, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but no, um, basically, first off, um, what do you think about the movie? It was alright. I agree. Um, Wasn't John Blaze? Right. Um, I like the movie. Okay, I like Captain Marvel, I didn't like what they did with Carol Danvers, if that makes sense. Like, elaborate. Alright, because in the trailer, everybody was like, I don't I don't think Brie Larson fits this role. But then you watch the movie, and she spends the first two-thirds of the movie pretty much not knowing who she is, and therefore Brie Larson kind of didn't know what character she was playing. But by the end, you know, when she breaks the cuffs off and, she, and she's fighting everybody, like, you really see her power up, and become who she's supposed to be so I like that aspect but I kind of feel like this movie tried to do some interesting things and it didn't really work but by the end when you get Captain Marvel you're like okay I could, I could get did, did, did we actually get Captain Marvel? I think in this movie no I think it's going to be like I think it's going to be almost like like the reverse Black Panther how he was like just just beating down everybody in Civil War but by the time we got around to this movie he was kind of like weaker I think in this movie because she didn't quite go binary, but she seemed pretty powerful at the end. But, well, no, I mean, my, my, my point is, like, she, she, it's called Captain Marvel, but she wasn't really Captain Marvel. She was Carol Danvers with powers. You, 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 get, you get the point of it? Like, I get, Black I get, Panther was Black like, Panther. Hawkeye was Hawkeye. Thor was Thor. Yeah. Iron Man was Iron Man. Like, yeah. we, ain't, we ain't really got... She wasn't really like you know they, they yeah, try to I, I throw it in at saying. the end. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Marvel, no Marvel. Like they try yeah. to throw it in at the they end. Try to, yeah, this movie could have just been called Carol Danvers, basically. Because like it would have been nice for her to like you know actually make that decision on screen. I guess. Yeah. You know, because I feel like this movie my family had to like basically tie in like the entire mythos of the cinematic universe, like explain everything that happened before the first Avengers and. Yeah, that's what I, I don't feel like that. I don't even feel like they tried to do that. Really. Nah, this movie was a S.H.I.E.L.D. history lesson, pretty much. Nah, I, I, no, I still don't feel like that. Because they don't really show a ton of S.H.I.E.L.D. But, okay, they show why Nick Fury wanted to start the Avengers. They show... I mean, that was, like, real quick, though. But... That was, like, a quick couple minutes at the end with, with Coulson. Like, it's not like they spent, like, half the movie... Like, trying to figure that out, like, I think, you know, I liked what they did with Fury, because you get Fury. Oh, no, I like, I like Fury. You get Fury, he's this aimless, wandering, 
shield agent and by the end of the movie he has purpose like mm-hmm. to me i like that yeah that's one of the part of the movies that actually worked for me like i, I like the relationship between carol and, and nick because it, it it did work you know they they had like real yeah, like I, I, it don't seem like they were like just forced together like they yeah, like I, I don't think that they i don't think that they did a ton to like force shield history on this like not in my opinion because like, i don't feel i didn't walk away with that movie feeling like i knew any, any more about shield than i did uh, like I think we got more more about Shield and Ant Man than. Uh, well, yeah, but I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is they're trying to um, basically say, here's why, instead of like showing us why we should care that Captain Marvel is on the way, they kind of told you why. Like we're trying to like make an emotional connection to Shield and Nick Fury, and oh, that's why she's so important and she's on the way to save the day. And, maybe I mean I you we needed that anyway. Though. I know, but show me, you know, like, like, kind, kind, no, kind of how you said we kind of got Carol, Carol Danvers with powers. Like, I don't feel like we got enough Captain Marvel. That's what I'm saying. So well, we, I mean, because we were exploring the history of Veers, which was a weird thing. Which was weird. Yeah. Name. I thought it was Verse. Verse, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> you know, there was a couple battle rappers out there named Verse. <laughs> right. Like, I didn't feel like that. I was like, Veers. Like that's and it, and it didn't click to me that that's why they called her that until I saw the, did, little, the piece of the dog tag. Like, oh. that's, that's, that was low key a Martha moment. Like 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 not really, but when I watched, I was like, yeah. I, they could have <laughs> just, just gone without showing me that's why they called. Yeah, her. yeah. They could have just been like, this is a Cree name. That we yeah, they could have like left that up. To you. They could have like left that up as like an Easter egg. Yeah. Like somebody discovers like, oh, she's called Beers because right. Like I ain't need, I ain't need to, I need that spelled out. For right. You. I did like how they did Marvel though, because I wasn't expecting it. Like the entire time leading up to the film, it's like who's Marvel, who's mm-hmm. Marvel, who's Marvel, who's Marvel, and you don't really get who Marvel. Like I realized who Marvel was when they go into the, the Pegasus site, mm-hmm. and she she's ha- or, or when um, not the Pegasus site when uh, when she's on the Kree ship. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she goes and back you through. see the and you see Lawson. You're like oh. Yeah. That's who Marvel is that. Like I like that they didn't like overdo that. Yeah. Uh, in the market, because I mean, I I just knew Jude Law was was oh, like because the toy leaks. Cause right. it made sense. before the toy leaked. Like we all thought he was Marvel, then it turned out to be Young Rock. Which so, what do you think about the Kree um, Scroll War here? I think they left it open for uh, to be used like yeah because which doesn't bother me. yeah because there's that one. You know, scroll unaccounted for. He's somewhere on Earth. You know, in peace, listening to Nirvana, surfing, and he's probably an Avenger. Probably is an Avenger. That that maybe maybe maybe, maybe Banner. I don't think it's Banner. I think I think if it's anyone, it's Captain. No, I, I, no, I'm joking because I just think like I know you like, and I agree that it's Professor Hulk, but I just think it's funny that Banner is on the poster and not. Not the Hulk, so yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah no, nah, I, I think uh, I, I think if there's if any Avengers of Scrolls, Captain America, that has the most yeah uh, emotional hit. Plus, there's an there's an opening for it, in, like there's a there, there's a line that sets that up in Avengers too. Yeah, in, in Ultron at the end uh, when um, Tony Stark is driving off at the end of the movie and he says. Uh, He's talking about a family, and uh, uh, Steve Rogers says uh, the guy who wanted that when I seven years ago, maybe somebody different came out. Like that's the perfect setup for him being the scroll right there, and everybody loves Cap, so it would make the most sense. That would be wild if he was actually Cap. Yeah. Like they they set the line up. 
purpose. Our, our boy Chuck hates that, but <laughs> it's a good setup. Like it, it yeah. doesn't. Every setup doesn't have to be like overblown yeah. and clever. Like sometimes it's, it's right there. Sometimes it's like the one that's been in your face the entire right. time, and once it's revealed. Like, I mean, when you think about it, would Rody being a scroll like really do anything to you? I know. Would Tony being a scroll do anything to? Would it make sense for Tony to be a scroll? It, yeah, and that's the thing. It wouldn't make sense for Tony to be. A Why scroll. would Tony be a scroll? He has no. He has no power other right. than his brain. It makes zero sense for Tony to be a scroll. Uh, would Thor being a scroll do anything to you? Would Would, would a scroll be able to wield uh, Stormbreaker? Probably not. Uh, probably not. Would Would Hawkeye being a scroll do anything for you? Would Natasha being a scroll do like? So who's the one person who being a scroll and then dying would be like? The person with the best trilogy in the cinematic universe who everyone has a connection to, yeah. It would be perfect if Captain America was the, the, the catalyst of the universe. Yeah, if he was, if he never came out of the ice and Captain America was still sitting in the ice somewhere and the guy we've been watching for all these movies was actually an alien. Like maybe that's why he bucked the accords because they had to go into a registry and they would have discovered that. Just saying, guys. Just saying. Rock, rock, rock with your boy. <laughs> it's not too far-fetched, <laughs> It's not. It's not too far-fetched. It's not. I don't think anyone else being a scroll does anything. I mean, maybe Spidey being a scroll. But, but I, don't, I don't feel like that would. He's, he's dusted, so. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't feel like that would, like, really be, you know, I think Cat being a scroll. Because what it does is if he if he were to die, and kind of like with Loki, when Loki died in Thor 2, mm-hmm. and you show him being Odin at the very end, mm-hmm. like, a good way to let Chris Evans walk away from the role but let him come back would be for him to die, show him being a scroll diamond with nobody looking, and show like Cap in the ice on Earth still. And you give him a way to come back later on, but you let him do that on his own. Let him walk away and not force be forced to have to come back. Because, <clears throat> alright, I guess transitioning into the family war, like looking at the the poster not to like really dig too much into this but the big three are the largest on the poster and they get the most time in the trailer so it's all, it almost serves as a eulogy so and surely all three of them like don't die because Disney like, killed three stars in one no. movie no. so it, it has to be I, I know Hemsworth is definitely out he's definitely out yeah yeah I think so he's so if anybody comes back is either RDJ in like a cameo capacity or Captain America to lead the new Avengers. I think Hemsworth might come. My question is what, where does him, where does Thor go? Because I don't think Thor's being killed. No, Thor's not being killed. I I kind of wish, like there, there's a lot of next Avengers stuff they could set up. If you've never seen it, next Avengers is a, is a, is a um, cartoon film that shows an alternate future in which the Avengers get killed and Tony Stark takes their children uh, to an island um, where Ultron can't find them. And if you look at the Avengers in almost all of the MCU movies, uh, Kevin Feige has worked on a lot of the animated stuff. Yeah. He draws from a lot of the animated stuff. So you have young Avengers room. Uh, everyone thinks the girl mm-hmm. shooting the bow and arrow in the trailer is Kate Bishop, Kate Bishop. Is a girl who goes on to become Hawkeye. All right, let, let me interject, um, because I know it's easy to think that Kate, that's Kate Bishop, but this is not gonna make sense. But I'll explain it. I don't think it is. I don't think it is Kate Bishop, but I think it is. 
because um, we know Hawkeye is living off the grid, and he's probably living under a name besides Clint Barton because Clint Barton works for Shield. So what if he's whatever Bishop? Instead of, instead of having Kate Bishop being separate from you know, just what if that's. I mean, and that could that could be his daughter, like. But no, that, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't know how much time. Is no, that's what I'm saying. In the trailer, I think that is his daughter. But we don't know how much time yeah. has passed. She's like eight. Well, I mean, she was eight. Old son, old son came out in 2015. Yeah. I mean, I guess that would give her enough time yeah. to grow to grow that big. And I do think. Um, Endgame is going to take place a, at least a year yeah, after the end of the snap. Like it'll be at least a year. So yeah, I, I um, did you know we had uh, there was I think that girl was cast. You had an older, older version of um, Cassie Lancaster. Mm-hmm. You had a casting call for two twins um, that matched the description of Speed and Wicked, who are. Uh, uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision Children. I don't know how they're going to do that. My guess is they're quick sellers. I, I, we talked about this in the group. I think there is an opening because I don't. They, they alluded to that when they were they in Belfast in the Fancy War or where were they in somewhere in Europe anyway? That's right, right. But Vision can't produce DNA. And unless you're going to drastically alter but he Scarlet was, Witch's powers, that's what I'm saying. She hasn't shown the ability to be able to do that. Yeah, but what I'm saying is they kind of left it open by Vision, like, kind of being a big in human form. Right, but where would the Avengers would have known if she would have had a kid? That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. There's no way for her to have conceived children mm-hmm. and yeah. them to have grown up for this trek into the maybe future of Oh, that's why my guess is they would have to be, because it would be easy for Quicksilver to have had kids. Yeah. At some point, mm-hmm. with us not knowing, because he's a man, he could walk away from kids. Get in and get out real fast. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it would be easier for them to be Quicksilver's kids mm-hmm. in a way for you not to have the, because, I mean, when, when would she have altered time for them to have had kids? Where would these kids have appeared? Maybe. And maybe where it, would they be? Maybe it comes in in the, the time travel. I, I, I just don't. But where would, when would she have altered reality like that? I don't, I don't know. I, I, I guess my thing is, I can see this with X-Men. Uh-huh. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. I can totally see this it's, happening. It's plausible. And with, not having yeah. an explanation for it. But the, Disney tries to be so. That's why I think it would be a good nod to put, I mean, because they're twins. So either yeah. one of them could have. The, the children that would have both of their both of their powers. Mm-hmm. That's why I think it would make more sense for them and be a good nod to put to okay. say, oh, before he passed, he got a woman pregnant, he had these kids, and now these kids are, you know, part yeah. of this Young Avengers team yeah. that Tony Stark is leading the people. Plus, they don't have to be beholden to canon either, so they're, yeah, yeah they're, I mean, they, they haven't been beholden to a canon, but no. been holding the canon with a lot of stuff. So, yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna work I mean, through that. I mean, where, where, where does Hawkeye have a whole family living off the grid? Where does Hawkeye have that haircut? That's yeah. But the reason I brought up uh, the the next Avengers is Thor. Thor has a daughter in the next Avengers um, with Sif. Yeah. Um, Sif hasn't been seen. God knows how long. Yeah. Man. They, she wasn't in Thor three. They don't say whether or not she died. Yeah, we don't know where. kind of. But um, for all the people who were shipping Thor and, uh, and Captain Marvel off of that one scene. No, which which I hate by the way. I mean, it would be, it would, it would honestly be no different than, uh, 
DC sharing with Superman and Wonder Woman. Oh, no, I hate it because there wasn't enough in that trailer for you to... Well, I mean, to make that... I mean, but you know how people... And, and plus, like, shouldn't we assume that was Valkyrie's role? Since, you know, Sylph is gone and Jane Foster is gone, like, that's definitely why they brought on Valkyrie, right? I mean, pretty much. I mean, if Valkyrie's alive, it's in the movie. You think, you think Valkyrie... And, and this is, like, literal, not figurative. So if you think Valkyrie takes the hammer, you know? No, seriously, I'm saying, like, if, let's say Thor... Nah, I don't think Thor's okay. Not. I, okay, okay. I, I think what's going to end up happening is uh, Thor is going to like leave to search for a home for his people. Yeah. I think that is what takes him away uh, for him to be like, okay, look, you got Captain Marvel. Or maybe Captain Marvel say, I know a galaxy far, far away. We can take your family there. Yeah. I mean, your, your people there. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think Captain Marvel would leave. Well, no, like oh, just temporarily, like, yeah, like, yeah. No, no, I don't think she would leave again. Yeah. I think I think if the Avengers are all stepping down, she would feel the need to say, okay, now I need to be that. I mean, because yeah, we Cap's gone. Yeah, we definitely, movie. we definitely know Fury is back. So I mean, he's going to appoint her the yeah, yeah, the captain of. Uh, I mean, of, of of her of her call signs protocol. Yeah, I thought that was a little cheesy. I, I thought it was just a little, just a little cheesy. It was, it was for you to see that at the very yeah. end, and him just yeah. Avengers. <laughs> which is which is funny because I was reading up on that. Someone was like, "That's a parallel with uh, Age of Ultron," because um, mm-hmm. you know Avengers the symbol was never stated. Yeah, and I think we were talking. Yeah, about yeah, yeah. That Avengers the symbol was never stated, and I was reading that Josh Whedon never recorded Chris Evans saying. Uh, yeah, saying it cuts symbol, off right there because he was saying like he didn't want that to be put anywhere. Mm-hmm. So Chris Evans is only recorded saying Avengers. And then, like, he yeah. stops. Like, there's never a part of him recording saying the symbol because he doesn't. He never wanted that anywhere in there. Yeah. But uh, they were saying they actually uh, recorded Fury typing in yeah. Avengers Initiative. They just didn't show it. Yeah. Because they felt like people would know what he was typing. Yeah, they they wanted to, you know, just leave it there. Like, I listened to an interview from the directors. It was like, um, we trusted the audience to see the picture. And we didn't want it to be on the nose, but... You know, you seeing him type out the videos. I mean, you, you knew what he was typing. But yeah, you knew what he was I, But like I said, I thought it was a little cheesy. I actually, I actually like it. was cheesy, but I actually like it. I mean, everybody thought that him losing his eye was cheesy. I like it. Because you're expecting yeah. Fury to lose his eye in some it, it does make some scene, astronomical way. It does make the scene from Civil War funny, though. Yeah. Last time I trusted somebody. Yeah. yeah, last time I trusted somebody, I lost an eye. Yeah, yeah. trusted a cat. I'm flirting. It makes perfect sense. Because mm-hmm. we're thinking this is going to be some astronomical thing yeah. that makes him lose his eye. No. Just a cat. No. Alien cat. Scratch my <laughs> Perfect. It's perfect. Because you, when you think about it, everyone thought he was going to put another eye in and he just started wearing the patch. Yeah. And he's like, no, nah, my eye's not that damaged. I just need you, <laughs> right. to, I need you to think it is. Yeah. So that if I ever need to use this eye for any reason, I can't. Like, that's the wild part, his eye. Like, he could still kind of see out that eye. Yeah. He just wears the patch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Perfect Fury. Yeah. Perfect Fury. Perfect Fury, yeah. Perfect Fury, um, So, yeah, I, I, um, I don't know what to expect with, uh, with, with any, I mean, I know what to expect with him. Uh, Josh Brolin spoiled that final fight of the game yeah. before Infinity War even dropped. And I've been telling you all this, on the, this for a year on the internet, but no one seems to listen to me. Um, it's out there in an interview where he describes the final fight scene and who's in it. Um, and it's everyone that is in the end game. <laughs> and not even that, like, um, AJ also posted, that was on the, that was the Avengers cartoon, right? 
Which yeah. Avengers cartoon was that? Uh, Avengers Assemble. Avengers which, is a, which is a little bit, was a little bit different. A little different, but um, somebody else posted another clip where they all have the, um, the the suits that would endure the quantum realm, and now you, in the trailer you see that they all have those suits on when right. they're walking through the hangar. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, not well. That's a little different. Like, there's an actual scene where they fight Thanos, and Thanos is using. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, like the affinity gauntlet. Like, basically, how you saying they've been pulling influence from yeah. like the Ultimates and that cart and those cartoons? Yeah. yeah. Like, there's uh, in, in, like just to give you an example, if if you don't want to hear this spoiler alert, I don't know that this is in the movie, but this will be my guess. So Thanos is using the individual stones mm -hmm. to affect the Avengers, and they all backfire. Sure. So he used the time stone to make everybody old. And as Guardians get stronger as they're older. So while everybody else is like old and frail, Thor is super duper basically old at that point. Mm -hmm. Because so Thanos has to turn that back. He then uses the mind stone to make everybody angry. Who does that make more powerful? The Hulk. So it, it, so every stone that he uses makes somebody on the team more. So I can see them throwing that. And, that, and each one of those people are here. So yeah. yeah. Exactly. So it makes perfect sense that. Yeah. yeah. Right. I, I think that. Is, is probably what is what is going we're going to see some version of that but yes i have a post up um i don't remember what post it is but just search my name i don't type that off um on the site um and uh there's a scene where josh brolin i don't know how they let this interview get posted i don't, I don't know think, i don't think <laughs> I, i'm guessing they figured nobody would guess what it is because yeah. when it came out um, I showed it to Chuck and B. Will, and Chuck was like, "Oh, this must be a mistake because uh, Captain Marvel's not in this." I was like, "No, this is the final. This is the final fight of Endgame." Right. What he's describing. He was like, "Man, it can't be." I said, no, "Because there was no break in between filming the Fancy War and Endgame." Right. They like just the, did the, the yeah, the moment they did that, they went straight into Endgame. Right. So right. He, he thought he was talking about Infinity War. Right. And there's a scene where he's describing fighting uh, all of almost everyone involved, all of the actors, and he mentions Brie Larson. He's like, yeah, she's there, and we're doing this, and we're doing this. And I'm like, oh, this sounds like the climactic fight. If you have, if you're fighting Thor, Rhodey, Iron Man, uh, Natasha, Clint, Captain America, and Captain Marvel, like mm -hmm. this sounds like your ultimate final fight. Like this sounds like the final fight scene. Yeah. The only thing he didn't say was whether or not Tony Stark is wearing a gauntlet. And I can guarantee you that Tony Stark at some point in time in this movie is wearing a Infinity Gauntlet. I'm guaranteeing I, I'm staking my comic book reputation on I think either him or Nebula will wear a gauntlet. There was, alright, there was, there's this Marvel insider. I, I mentioned this before. He, um, he read it a lot. And his theory is that um, it goes back to when was that Age of Ultron when, when Cap tries to pick up Millionaire and he, he kind of like it barely scrapes across the table. All right, so in Endgame, he's going to wield Millionaire and then he's going to be the one who sacrificed himself by killing Thanos in that fight. And this and this person hasn't been off yet, so. I'm just saying, take that with a grain of salt, but you know. I mean, it will make sense. Yeah. I, I, my personal theory is that the the little time hopping stuff that they do, because we've seen way, mm -hmm. I don't think they shot all of those time scenes to just not include them in a movie, which I do think they're gonna end, that's gonna end up being a bark thing where yeah. Tony and Scott are just kind of in the background uh -huh. watching things, trying to figure out what they can do right. differently. But I think there's been too much for me to think that the guy who started the universe not chronologically but uh tony stark is not going to be the guy to end down because there was too much of it 
of the. I think where I think where uh, Captain America sacrifice might come in is the Soul Stone. Yeah. He might be the sacrifice to bring he, everybody right. back. Yeah. I think he's going to be the sacrifice to say, no, no, no. I, I, I'm the one who's been here the longest. I've got nothing to look for. Tony, you've got Pepper to go back home. So I because if you me. listen to the trailer, everybody is basically stating their own eulogy, but it's Peggy Carter who's talking through, through Captain America's part. So, And and that was the only thing he was living for. So, The only person that's using so. Right. So, I mean, it would, it would that, that makes sense to me. Um, you know, I... It's, it's going to be interesting. Um, I, I will say this. This might be the last movie I spend actual money on to go see Marvel's. No, it, because them, it bringing, mine, yeah. them bringing James Gunn back is it just left the sour taste in Inexcusable, man. And, and he has the perfect come up because not only he still gets to do Suicide Squad, then comes back. So, so here's my beef with all of this. Reports are coming out saying they never look for another director. They never talk to another director. And basically what they're saying is they told him a couple weeks after this happened, we're going to bring you back. We just need everybody to forget about it. Which to me is like, it's kind of unforgivable. Mm -hmm. Like, if you wanted to keep him, you should have kept him. Yeah, just keep him. Because the word on the street is they knew about these tweets when they hired him to do Guardians of the Galaxy. And they were like, okay, you know what? Don't do that again. They he knew about it. He, 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 he came up. So yeah. my thing is, if you're going to fire him, then keep him fired because yeah, stand to, on it. To me, his his excuse is BS. I was trying to be provocative. Listen, man, you you have to have a sick brain to joke to, to joke and say some of the stuff that he said. And it was like thousands and thousands. thousands of tweets, and there were videos among them. Like he tweeted actual video of these acts, not him doing it, but other people. Like, no, dude, like you're sick. You're you're sick. I, I, I don't I, I cannot and, and me not spending a dollar for Disney isn't gonna hurt them. Just not gonna hurt them. But I mean, just for but just just for like the NFL, just for like for your personal integrity. Sake. Yeah, like you have to have a line. And to me, if you if you were gonna keep him, you should have kept him. Instead, what you did was you created this firestorm. You you made people think you were doing the right thing just for you to come back and give this man back his job because you were too too big a wimps to tell Dave Batista to go. Yeah, basically. Is basically what this and people are like, no, 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 it shouldn't be how it is. And people are cheering this. Like, how can you cheer this? That's not, cheer that's wrong, not something you joke about. I don't care that the people who exposed it were white, were right wing conservative, white supremacist nut job. I don't care about any of that. Wrong is wrong, right is right. Like, and what he did was wrong. There is no apology for that. For me. So you're gonna sit up here and tell me that people who are victims of of, of pedophilia should feel okay with this because he was just joking. Would would we be okay with this if it was homophobic, if it was racist? And these would movies are very these movies are geared towards kids, so you're allowing somebody who made these jokes to basically here's here kids have a movie. Yeah, like nah, like that's not okay. So uh and and, and I might not go see Endgame, I might bootleg it. If a, good, if a bootleg leaks I, I'll probably be watching the bootleg. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm 11 years in. I gotta see Endgame, but after that, I'm off the train. So, I, and, I, and I, I told you I was off before because I was like, I kind of have no interest in, in, and that's that's the other thing. Like, um, they set up the Guardians to basically, like, basically the Celestials and the outer space stuff to basically be the centerpiece of the MCU, and I had no interest in that. So I was like, I'm off the train anyway. But yeah. when that happened. I was like, oh, you just made my decision easy. Yeah, like, you know, to, to me, shame on you, Disney. If you wanted to keep him, you should have just kept him. 
Um, shame on y'all. Shame on Dave Batista for, for continually uh, supporting this man. Um, I won't speak on the rest of the cast because none of them have been well. Screw Chris Pratt too because he's a oh yeah he's a he's a maggot as well. Um, um, but yeah, nah. D Disney will not receive anything going forward for me because I have no kids. So I ain't got to take them to see live action. No, no, no Frozen 2? I, <laughs> no, I, I ain't seen Frozen 2. <laughs> I'm just playing. Yeah. Shit. Like, nah, I, I, I ain't got no kids that I got to force to go see all movies with. Uh, I barely watch live sports as it is, so I ain't got to support ESPN like that for real. Like, yeah, nah, this this is an easy decision for me. Like, it, it's, it's, uh, it, it's, ouch. I forgot about episode 9. I keep forgetting Disney. I don't want to see it. Ah. Again, okay, so after episode nine, <laughs> uh, and all of this is assuming that uh, uh, the bootleg don't, because look, I bought my ticket to see Captain Marvel, and then a bootleg surfaced online on Thursday. I didn't ref get, get my ticket refunded. I still, you know, I contributed to the box office. Yeah. But so I you, watched you, it at you the watched, house. You watched the bootleg? I watched the bootleg at the yeah. house. I ain't, I ain't leave my house. So if a good enough bootleg surfaces, they won't be getting no money from your boy. Because I just forgot, <laughs> I just forgot that episode nine comes out. And you're you're only going to see it. You're only not going to see it because you love Ryan Johnson and the Last Jedi, which I don't hate. The Last Jedi. I'm, I'm not a The Last Jedi hater. You 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 know why? You know my beef with The Last Jedi, and I'm not a fan of of as our boy cleverly dope states subversion for subversion's sake, which I disagree with. I, I, I'm not, the, I, I think just... the, I think the Ray reveal was subversion. The if they had they set up. The reveal of Ray's parents to be an important thing. Did they or did they not? It's still an important thing. Hold on. It's an important thing because J.J. Abrams is back and he's going to make it an important Or thing. maybe that was in the notes to never reveal that in no, the second one. No. But I don't I do that. I I will say this, I do like I felt like that this, was this is this is this is totally thing. about to become a Star Wars um episode, by the way, but I do like what okay, what I like about it is what Star Wars fans don't like about it. Basically he makes he blatantly makes fun of the myth of Star Wars by, by saying that the Jedi text don't matter. It's not about the Jedi text. What? It's not about any of what? it. I'm, that, to me... That's never, that's why that's why most people no, are pissed no, off. No, I agree. That, to me, never had a beef with it. My issue is J.J. Abrams set up the reveal of Ray's parents to be an important thing. And then Ryan Johnson just comes in and is like, yeah, no, nah, it's not. But can, okay, and that, okay. to me... Is subversion for subversion sake. At, at, least, at, least, at least it wasn't an important thing. At least, at least humor me on that. this point. Was was J.J. Abrams storytelling in episode 7 not lazy? By it basically was. copying a new hope. It was. Control it, V. It, well, okay, so the only thing I'll say to that is this. We knew there is not a if you're if you are if you are a Star Wars fan, there is not a person alive that does not believe that the "I am your father" was 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 added after the fact. It was never written <laughs> for Darth Vader and Anakin Skywalker to be the same per person because Obi Wan calls Darth Vader Darth, and it was not a title at mm -hmm. that point. That was his name. It was never written for Anakin. That was added in after the fact. That was not supposed to be a thing. So that's why, to me, it's a little bit different. I felt like J.J. Abrams was setting it up, and Ryan Johnson was like, yeah, no. Nah. Because here's the thing, all right. Because if, if he didn't want it to be a thing, he could have just, if it was supposed to be Don't Reveal It, he could have just let it go. Have you heard about the, the original opening to um, episode seven? Mm -hmm. You get, um, by the way, this version didn't have a screen crawl, which, which would have... 
throw people off. Again, but basically, stuff like that don't bother. But basically, you hear you hear the, the theme drop, the General Williams theme drop, and then like you see outer space, and then you see Luke's hand floating through outer space, and that's how the movie opens. But this was like, <laughs> this was like we can't open with that. So that's that's where they're like basically. I would have loved that. I would have loved exactly. I would have loved that. But basically, but basically, that's when they said, "Hey, J.J. Abrams, write us the safe ass script." Again, totally fine. My beef, and, and and part of this is on Disney. Ryan Johnson shouldn't have been the the director of the second if J.J. Abrams was going to be the director of the third. Somebody should have given J.J. all three. Yeah, somebody should have handled the entire. There, there shouldn't have been a you do one, you do one. This person because to me, what Ryan Johnson wanted to do was all the history. I want to write my own thing, which is fine. I have no beef with that. I think he is one of those people, similar to James Gunn, who likes to fuck with people, which is fine. If you want no, to, I'll, I'll give you that. He does. Because he wanna, definitely... Yeah. If you want to do that, do that. But with all that was writing, with with, with with everything that was set up for that reveal, to me, he if if it shouldn't have been put in, period. It should have just been let go. Mm-hmm. You could have ignored that for this entire trilogy and let it build up for the for the third one. Yeah. But to me, I think he that was what he felt because he stated like, nah, that to me that was what I wanted was mm-hmm. for her to not be related to anybody. Which to me was basically to say I don't feel like dealing with this, so I'm gonna say that there are nobodies and let the next director handle it. Which is basically gonna be JJ coming back in with another safe installment, which, of which a is bunch of which is service. which is wild because it's supposed to be Colin Trevorrow. I know you never heard the name before, but basically. His movie bombed. He had a movie called The Book of The Book of Somebody. It doesn't Book of Henry. And it bombed like tremendously and it was like, okay, we can't have a bad name attached to Star Wars. So they pulled him just because he had a movie that bombed at the same time mm-hmm. The Last Jedi came out. And then they put JJ Abrams on. Yeah. So dude got fired for having him when his own movies bombed. Yeah, well I'm and, and to me like there there's a lot of stuff that has been done with this trilogy I didn't like. Like number one um, the last Jedi was supposed to come out in the summer. The reason it didn't come out in the summer was so we could get more BB-8. And do you know how they gave us more BB-8? By sending Finn off on that little BS side mission with What's-Her-Face. Which, and I don't mind her as an actor at all, but what I felt like... Some of Hodor? No, uh... Oh, 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 oh. Rose. Rose, yeah, Rose. Yeah, I don't mind her, but to me... But I that felt, character was... Yeah. I felt like it was shoehorned in a way to detract from the chemistry that Finn and Ray had built up in order to give him another love interest so you could set up the the Ray Kylo coming together so, to end the But I'm glad you like articulated that cuz I think a lot of these problems with these movies and I'm talking about these big franchise movies is that these decisions come from the top yeah. down and basically like it's the same thing as... as, as <laughs> Brian was about to get us. He was about to get us about it. They almost hit him. They almost hit him. He was like, hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. He's about to... Hey, B, they know who they was going to run into. <laughs> you get us about it, <laughs> but, yeah, um, but yeah, basically these decisions come from the top down. Now you, have, you may have this perfect script, but... Uh, a CEO, a producer, or somebody might walk in and be like, you know what, this movie needs this in here. And yeah. that, it doesn't have anything to do with the story. Yeah, like, the, the decision to add in more BB-8 did not make the, did not make the last Jedi, and it wasn't worth us waiting six months, and now, instead of 
uh, episode nine coming out in the summertime. We're having to wait till Christmas mm-hmm. for that because they were like, well, we have, now we got to make more changes because we yeah. had to add back in JJ. And it's like it's a whole snowball effect. Of, like the decisions that come from one high, an example uh, um, that we thank God we don't have to live with because uh, Disney decided to buy Fox was uh, Channing Tatum as Gambit. Nobody thought that was a good no idea. idea. But Lauren Schuler Donner, who's, who's been the herald of... And what's funny is this. She's the person who bought the X-Men to the big screen, but do you know who her production assistant was who helped shape the first two X-Men movies? Kevin Feige. Yep. And as soon as he left to start handling things over at Marvel mm-hmm. Studios, X-Men goes to complete... Because he actually read the comics. And he actually cared about putting on a good product. Because that's the thing. They didn't even value him there. They was like, no. they was like that's no, not going to work. No, he can leave. Yeah. And he goes and leaves and starts the best. And there's been rumors that people that Disney has been like, hey, before the, before the Fox acquisition, there was rumors that they were going to bring Star Wars under his fold because mm-hmm. they felt like uh, Kathleen Kennedy has been doing a bad job. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. The standalone. No, 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 no. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. On that, it's not her fault. It's Bob Iger's fault, the CEO of, of Disney, because basically his his principle is. I thought Alan Herbert's CEO. Well, well, you, Bob. You, well, anyway, whatever capacity Bob Iger serves. Right. But anyway, basically, he's like, I don't, I don't give, I don't care what the story is. Just, just, just put out more product. Put out more product. So basically. He went to her and said, "Hey, we need these standalone movies." Like she wasn't for it, and 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 if you go down her resume, she worked with Lucasfilm. She worked on the Indiana Jones movie. She worked Star Wars movies. So it's not like she doesn't know what she's doing. It's just like she was given an impossible task because that Han Solo movie should have never should have never. I got I, like I started trying to watch it the other night. I got through the first twenty minutes yeah. and went back on Netflix and started <laughs> rewatching The Office. Like 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 Rogue One. I love Rogue One. That, there, there's reason for that to happen. Han Solo, not so much, because Han's whole thing was the mysterious guy. You didn't know if he was going to turn on you or not. So why even give him a backstory? Why not just let his story just, just be what it is already? So that movie should have never happened. Yeah, like, I think there's so much in the Star Wars vault that they can use, but they're trying to avoid it. Like, why don't we have the Knights of the Old Republic properly which is, which anywhere? Is, which is supposed to be what Ryan Johnson is saying. I thought they they said he... I thought they, 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 they said he wasn't, but that's now, essentially now, now what Now I can be. say, he's the guy I would want he's to He's the guy to do that. Yeah. A, a Knights of the Old Republic trilogy. Mm-hmm. If you've never played that game, I, I still have it on, that, my, on my Xbox 360. I have... Uh, I have... Uh, I think I have both the original and part two. Mm-hmm. Only, I only played the original, but if, if I do, I, part two wasn't that great. Yeah. They did introduce like more lightsaber colors. Okay, okay. Like, you know, my dude got a silver lightsaber. Yeah. Like running around wild. But uh no, if you've never played Knights of the Old Republic, it is masterful storytelling. It is it takes place four thousand years before the original Star Wars trilogy. So you're going back four thousand years to when the Sith kinda emerged and um, it focuses on one of the original Sith Lords, uh, and uh, uh, a hero with amnesia. Yeah. So I'll leave you to, to draw what conclusions you made from that. But if you've never played it, you should play it. You should have played it. Uh, it launched a, a sequel, which was okay. I still have never beaten the sequel. Yeah. I, got, I got to like the last level and I let one of my homeboys borrow mm-hmm. it and he never gave it back. <laughs> and then I bought it again and I got to like the little frustrating puzzle level. Uh-huh. And I couldn't find like an online guide to like tell me because that game came out in like 05 and I was like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> so I still need to go back and beat that. But the first one is... Uh, the first one is what introduced uh, yellow and purple lightsabers 
Um, and purple means you were ready. So if you have a purple lightsaber, that means you balance the, yeah. the light and dark perfectly. Um, it introduced, uh, I believe, the Jedi classes of uh, mm -hmm. of Sentinel, Consular, and Guardian. Um, which, for the if you want an example of that, Obi Wan, Anakin, and Obi Wan and Anakin were Guardians. Uh, Luke and Luke, Yoda, and Qui Gon were Consulars, and we haven't seen the Sentinel on screen yet. There yeah. hasn't been anybody with the yellow lightsaber. Um, but yeah, uh, if he's doing that, I, I am interested in it. I would like to see him helm that trilogy because, oh man, there's so many stories you can tell with that one. Right. Bastila, Revan, oh man, that'll be great. That'll be great. That'll be great. I, I would love to see that handled, particularly because you could do the whole first movie without an introduction to the Force at all. No. Like, you, yeah, could, you, could, just, you, could, you could save the arrival of the Jedi Temple mm -hmm. and all that stuff for, like, the very end of the first movie. And, man, oh, Second, that second or third movie. Yeah, if he does that, I want. I would have. I would have liked to have seen a TV series of, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't be mad if we got a movie. Though. Yeah. Speaking of, I'm. I'm not interested in that Mandalorian show. I'm gonna give it a shot because because John Favreau. Yeah, John Favreau, and then uh, I'll give Pe it a shot Pedro Pascal is starring in it. Um, he was in Narcos. He's in Triple Frontier. Basically, if you need if you need a a, a drug lord in Colombia, he's your guy. But, um, and, and my thing is, ma the Mandalorian stuff outside of, to my, well, canon stuff now, outside of Rebels isn't, I mean, you get a little bit of it in Clone Wars, which, which you'll hear me say this a million times, Clone Wars is the best Star Wars property out that, that has been on t on the screen, in my opinion. And I'm embarrassed, Six to, seasons I'm is embarrassed to say I never watched it. Yeah. You have Netflix, don't you? Yeah, I do. Go watch it. Okay. I, I'm telling you, you can skip over the movie even though mm -hmm. the movie's not bad. Just start on season one of Clone Wars because it's an anthology series. Okay, okay, So okay. it's it's not just so focused on Obi-Wan and Anakin and um, Ahsoka. It's, it's you get like whole episodes dedicated to like the individual clones and like their individuality. Okay. And like okay. what they deal with coming from like the barracks and you get like episodes focused on like when Darth Maul comes back mm. him and his brother like there's a whole season dedicated to him and his brother like running across the galaxy with double bladed lightsabers just fucking dudes up like it's one of the best Star Wars property and, and season 7 is coming or is it season 6 the, 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 the final season is coming um, which is supposed to tie in up to uh, Rebels but you don't get a lot of Mandalore stuff outside of Rebels and Clone Wars and that's one of the more interesting uh, so for those of you who don't know, um, Jango Fett is a Mandalorian, who the clones were based upon, who Boba Fett was based upon. They're all Mandal they're all based upon Mandalorians, um, which is an interesting part in Knights of the Old Republic. You get a Mandalorian on your team, so yeah, uh, that is that is one of the. Uh, <clears throat> I, I'm gonna watch it just for that. I, I haven't seen enough of it for me to be definitively like whether I like it or not. But. I, I I just saw the the, the tagline and it's basically um they they kind of like painted as like as like Logan like um there's there's this man traveling across the galaxy and he has a baby and you don't know who the baby is but he must protect his baby. That that's the tagline of the show. See, now I'm going to spend my time wondering who this baby is. Exactly. Because you, know you know the baby's going to be important to Exactly. And, that's, and now I feel like that's the easy wait, 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 wait. Isn't the Mandalorian taking place between episode 7, episode 6 and 7? Because if so, I know it. Who's the baby? It's right. You know what? <laughs> if it's between episode 6 and 7, the baby's right. That's... 
<laughs> no question, no question in my mind. You know what? Like, the baby's right, and that's actually where it takes place. It's like yeah, that's where it the baby's place. right. It's it's either Ray or it's Finn or it's Poe. It's one of those. It things. has to be right. It has to be right. I don't know. If, I don't know if they would do that, but it's it's Ray, Finn, or Poe. That I'm guaranteed. You know what? I think they would do that because with these Disney Plus properties, they're trying like. And, and it's so bad that they kind of like just kick the, the Marvel TV shows to the side. But these are going to be actual tie-ins. Because well, yeah, because like, they're doing... Uh, yeah, to get Disney Plus, they want you to, 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 to watch these TV shows that tie-ins to the movies. So. Well, I mean, Disney Plus is giving you the vault of Disney movies, too. They have said they're including the entire vault yeah, yeah, yeah. of Disney animated movies. Well, not the entire, but they're going to include vaulted movies over time. You'll get, like... Some vaulted mm-hmm. and some more vaulted. So you will be. I, I'm not. Obviously, I'm not going to subscribe to it. I'm not going to subscribe to it. I mean, but uh, because there's going to be a Loki show. Um, there's going to be a Vision and Star Scarlet Witch show. Sure. I guess. Um, but uh, back to Captain Marvel. Just be glad that Joss Whedon made the decision to not show Captain Marvel at the very end of Age of Ultron, which was originally the original script. Was where where you see Scarlet Witch drop down. <laughs> that was supposed to be Captain Marvel just showing up out of nowhere. It's like, oh, who's this all powerful person that we've never heard of? That's just random. And why are you showing up just up now when she could have been helping us with Ultron? Yeah, why are you showing up just? Did you picture Civil War with 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 her? And, and that's I feel like that's that's what they've like once the the um, the Russos taken over. That's kind of what they've done a good job of doing. They've taken. Are they the Russos or the Russos? I always call them the Russos. It probably is Russo. Probably no, is I mean, I'm just asking because I've been oh. pronouncing Kevin Feige's name yeah. wrong for like 10 years. I always yeah. call him Kevin Feige. Oh, well, yeah. That, that, that looks like Feige to me. It looks like Feige to me. English, man. It's, it's crazy. But, but yeah, the, the, the creators of Arrested Development have done a good job of <laughs> Basically, wait, they made Arrested Development. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they were. The, oh shit, I didn't know that. Exactly, which is why when they got hired for um for Winter Soldier, people were like, yeah. but it turns out they were the best. Yeah, thing I, for the I MCU. Had no idea that they. I would have never. I would. I would have like been real skeptical about Winter Soldier if I now have to go watch the rest of the. Which, which is why Winter Soldier didn't do didn't do numbers at the box office because I was like, wait, y'all got the guys from Arrested Development, but. Because they saved it. Like, that yeah. movie was a catalyst. Well, because we got, after Endgame, we're going to redo our list. Yeah. I realized I was a little harsh on one movie that I should have been. Uh huh. It's not the movie you're thinking. No, I, I know, no, no. It's I, not the I, movie I know, I know it's not Dark Knight. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I know it's not Dark Knight, yeah. And, and I just want to say, the public is coming around on the take. I've, I've handled Dark Knight on Twitter for the last six years. In 2013, I started saying the Dark Knight is overrated. And everyone was like, you're crazy, you're fucked. And now people are like, yeah, nah, Dark the, But here's the wild part. Somebody um, somebody, somebody asked, like, what was the best uh, the best comic book movie? Someone said all of the Dark Knight trilogies were a 10 out of 10. And yeah, I, was like, that, I was like, that proves my point. What I've been saying about that movie is that Heath Ledger's performance was so great that people overrate two movies he wasn't even in I, as a result. Yeah. And like, I... Christian Bale is only the not worst modern Batman because George Clooney. <laughs> because George Clooney. Like, if you take out George Clooney, every other person that has played Batman up until this point has been better than him, including Stephen Amell. Including Val Kilmer. Who, who I, Val Kilmer wasn't who, a bad I, about, I was about to say who I actually liked, but like the, if you, the movie was a mess, but like, I actually liked him. If I'm going to go rank, like, not Bruce Wayne, but if I'm going to rank Batman, Batfleck, Kevin Conroy... Yeah. 
uh, Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer. Mm-hmm. No, Stephen Amell. No, because we have this. We have the same ranking. St- uh, Stephen Amell is like right below, is, is equal to Kevin Conroy in my book. Mm-hmm. Although I do think Army Hammer will do a good job, assuming he gets the trophy. Assuming he gets the job. Assuming, which he should, because I mean, yeah. which even still, man, like um, I was I was telling Ronnie this. It was fan art of uh, you haven't seen Umbrella Academy yet. It was fan art of number five from Umbrella Academy is Damian Wayne. Sign me up. Sign me up. We need, I need Ben Affleck back as Batman this instant. Because him across from the kid that played number five. Because here's, here's Did you picture a whole movie of him, of, of Ben Affleck's yeah. Batman trying to tame, trying to train number five up to be his Robin? Because here's the oh, thing, man. This, God. The, the, the Batman is a one-off movie. There's totally room to bring the Batfleck back. He said he's done. I know. I know. He said he's done. I know. He said he's I, done. Look, listen. I know you never seen this, but Ben Affleck, go watch the Umbrella Academy. <laughs> look at the kid that plays number five. Please tell me you would not, and then go watch the DCAU Son of Batman, and tell me that would not be one of the greatest things we've ever seen Batman related. Period. That would be amazing. Because mm-hmm. someone wrote an article on this. They said the thing with young Batman is you're 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 taking us further away from having the Bat family, and the Bat family has been what saved Batman. The past ten or fifteen years yeah. in comic books, we still haven't seen Nightwing on screen. We've seen Robin, Chris O'Donnell. I don't really count that. Nah. <laughs> and then we almost had Marlon Wayans as Robin. Which I don't story. Even, no, that's, that's story. a true story. That's a true story. He was paid for two movies to be Robin, but never appeared. So in Batman Returns, he was going to be uh, a kid who was. They were basing it kind of on uh, Tim Drake, where he was going to be a kid who was on the street that Batman finds, um, and he was going to end up being like uh, tech support for Batman, and then he was going to suit up towards the end of the movie. So they they had him for Batman Returns, decided they didn't want Robin, but they paid him for the role. And then they brought him back in officially uh, for Batman Forever, but decided that they didn't want to cast a black Robin and went and got Chris O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. So he was paid to appear twice as Robin, but never appeared as Robin. Uh, that, and that is a true story. Shout out, so I think his name is Duke Williams, who actually is a black Robin. Um, he was in the comic book series The Robins, but um, yeah, uh, we we haven't gotten a good Robin portrayal on film. We haven't gotten a good Batgirl portrayal on film. Um, well, Zack Snyder killed off Robin before we even saw him in the movie, which I don't. But so the rumor was that in Batman vs Superman we were going to see Dick Grayson Tedstone, and that was going to be the Batman killed by Joker. But then someone, had, I think it was Jeff Johns, was like, no, 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 no. That can't be Nightwing. We need a Nightwing film. So the Nightwing film is still supposedly supposed to be coming. That and the Batgirl film are supposedly still. They're waiting on the Batman film to get rolling so they can figure out where they're going to place that. But the Bat family to me has been the most intriguing thing about Batman the last decade or so. Mm. So if you don't know officially, there are four Robins. You have the original who became Nightwing. You have the second one, Jason Todd, who becomes Red Hood, which, uh, go watch, um, Under the Red Hood, which is a great DC animated film. Yes. Um, it's Jensen Ackles, uh, from, uh, Supernatural. How's that show still on the fucking air? Uh, (laughs) Like nine to one seasons. (laughs) From Supernatural, he plays the Red Hood. Um, and then, uh, Damian Wayne, who was the actual son of Batman. And and who, and who AJ does acknowledge is, does acknowledge because it's not canon. Karen Kelly, but you know, whatever. Well, Stephanie Brown is more canon than Karen Kelly. I know, I know. Karen but Kelly is a canon, if yeah. you watch, if you have been watching Young Justice Season 3 of Outsiders, you have seen all six of these Robins in some form or fashion. Dick Grayson, obviously, being Nightwing. 
uh, who was there. Um, Jason Todd, who appeared in, uh, I think it was episode six or seven, uh, the episode where they go to um, where they go to the island to attempt to rescue Tara. Um, there is a masked ninja who, at the end of the episode, pulls down his red hood and says, Grayson, and they say, good, his memory's coming back. Uh, then there is a dark-haired baby who appears in that very same episode that is Damien and Red Robin is in the is in the series um, and then uh, Stephanie Brown plays um, spoiler oh no Carrie Kelly isn't in it of course she's not in it I thought she was in it but no uh, no uh, no I think Stephanie Brown might be orphan Carrie Kelly might be spoiling or Stephanie Brown might be working. Because anyway, there's mm -hmm. an episode where they have like this ninja with swords like cutting people's heads off. And that's one of the two. Oh, okay. One of them is the other. Oh, but anyway, okay. you see all six Robins. Six. I, I put up seven. Robin. <laughs> all six Robins. And uh, you see that in Young Justice. But yes. Um, yeah, that's my beef with them going young for Batman. But uh, yeah, if they do, like I need Batfleck at number five on the screen with that being father and son. Because... Yeah. Uh, when you really look at number five role in of the Umbrella Academy, he's playing a young Batman, but he's a perfect assassin, and that's Damian Wayne. That's Damian Wayne. My favorite Robin, by the way, and AJ and I disagree on this, but Damian Wayne is my favorite Robin. So. No, Damian's number two for me. Okay, okay, okay. It, it's I have special reference to to, to Mr. Grayson because Nightwing is my favorite superhero. Mm. Notice that. Um, <laughs> but. No, Damien's second. It, it, okay. sh it should probably be Tim Drake because he is probably the most like me. Yeah. Um, but Tim Drake is kind of, he's boring to me. He's like, he's he like is. Bruce Jr. without the anger issues, which, yeah. and Jason Todd is just kind of good. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I rock with, for me, it's Grayson, uh, Damien, uh, Tim, and then. Jason, as far as like my official Robin rankings of the four that are officially Robin, but yeah, no, 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 I rock with uh, I rock with Daniel. I, I, Son of Batman was great. Batman vs. Robin was great. Mm -hmm. um, Teen Titans vs. Justice League, he was great. Yep. That's been my one beef with uh, the new DC animated movies. Is it's been too Damien focused. Like, there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of Bat yeah. Family stuff that you could do without having Damien as like the sole focus. Okay. And, and, and by the way, if you, if you want good DC movies, go to the animated universe. Like if you, okay, if you want um, basically what Batman versus Superman was supposed to be, it's a two-part movie, um, The Dark Knight Returns, it's based on that. On the also, classic comic book. Yeah. Why? Also, if you want a better version of Justice League, go to... Um, what's, uh, Justice League War. Justice League War, which which basically pushes all of that within an hour, and it and it works out perfectly. So so I, I'll do I'll do you one even better. Start with the Flashpoint Paradox, and just watch every movie released after that, because Justice League War is the Justice League, the Throne of Atlantis is Aquaman. Mm -hmm. um, the only difference between Justice League War is Shazam's a member of the Justice League from the get go, but <laughs> we can overlook that. Yeah. <laughs> we can overlook that. Um, no biggie. And then from there, you get um, you get a bunch of Batman movies. And then most recently, we had uh, The Death of Superman, which was phenomenal. I still got to watch that. And then The Reign of the Superman, yeah. which was... Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Go ahead and watch those. And if you and if you watch Young Justice Season 3. Young Justice Season 3. We, we're not getting the, the second half of it until June. 
Um, I've got a post coming up, but I don't want to post it now. I'll post it closer to the releasing of it, um, which is my favorite Easter egg. Because there are some great Easter eggs um, in the first part of it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> most of the, my favorite of one being I won't reveal, but there's an Easter egg about uh, Terra that no one has posted yet. I'm the only one that has uncovered this so far. Um, but yeah, nah. Uh, oh, yeah, you told me. You told me. Yeah, I think you told no, me. I didn't tell you. Oh, oh, oh okay. Never no, no. There's a, there's, a, there's a different Easter egg. Never mind. Okay. There's a different Easter egg coming. I won't say it on here. Okay. I don't want anybody to steal my thunder. But yeah, the DC animated universe is probably my favorite comic book property universe that's going right now. Because they they just they get it right. Yeah. They get it right with every, like Throne of Atlantis is, is it, and Aquaman wasn't bad. I finally watched Aquaman a couple weeks ago. He hated it more than I. Did. I didn't. No, I didn't hate it. It was just a little bit too cheesy for me. I couldn't finish it. I saw somebody complaining that like man, Jason Momoa was just playing himself. I'm like, well, well, yeah. I'm like, when you think about what Aquaman is, he's the perfect what person. Is, it makes sense for a Samoan to be Aquaman and not a blonde-haired, blue-eyed white dude. Like, 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 make no mistake. The casting in the movie is is, is amazing. Love the mirror. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Wilson was mm-hmm. great. I, 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 I didn't hate Ocean Master. Like, I didn't hate him as a villain. Mm-hmm. Like, I was actually kind of like, nah, he's right. Yeah. Like, get us out of here. Yeah. Get, get, get humanity the fuck out of here. Like, I was, yeah. I was rolling with him on this one. Like, <laughs> send them tidal waves through, bro. <laughs> hit, hit, watch, hit, hit DC first. Had a good Black Manta, had a good mirror. Had, like, it, like, the casting was great. It was just, and, like, like once 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 I heard a Pitbull cover of, of Africa by Toto, yeah, I, was that, like, yeah, I, was like, I was like, I'm out, man. But the, the fight scenes were good. Now... They, they didn't directly set it up, but given... Have you seen any of Young Justice? No, I haven't. I haven't. So you don't know who who Aqualad's dad is? No, I don't. Whoa. I mean, take a Oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah. oh! Because, because like, like just looking at Young Justice, I was, I've always been like, why is Aqualad... Black? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's Aquaman. He's okay. Yeah, but Aqualad is from Zebra. So he can manipulate water the oh. same way Mira can. Oh. So it wouldn't take a huge leap for you to put and get Aqualad somewhere down the line. <laughs> okay. Because, yeah, I've always wondered. I was like, hey, Aqualad is kind of... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It makes so, sense. Okay. Yeah, so... In the so there's two different origins for Black Aqualad, Cal Durham or Jackson Hyde as he's known in the comic books. In the comic book origin, his dad is still the same person, but he's on Earth hiding. And long story short, Aquaman leads him to this chest and gets his water bears. Blah blah blah. blah. Um, in the comic books, his dad is the same person, but he's a citizen of Zebul, who Aquaman has been training to take his place so he can finally leave to rule Atlantis and not have to deal with Justice League matters, which I think would be the way they would roll with on this one for you to take him. It, it wouldn't be a stretch for his dad, if you don't know who that is, to yeah. have an affair with a woman from Zebel, produce a child, or even just, I don't know, have I, but either way, I want I want Aqualad in, in, in DC. I would love to see like, I would love to see, like, a kid from Dope. Oh, yeah. No. Like, paired up with Jason Momoa. And, and it's funny because it was also in the show they were in. To, they were in the show together, you know. What? Think about the get down. 
haven't seen it yet. Okay, well, never mind. Okay, never mind. But yeah, they were. Or, or if not him, if you haven't seen a, what's that movie that WWE produced? With the kid with the telekinetic powers. Oh, Slight. Slight. Mm-hmm. The kid from Slight. I would yeah. love to see him. Is uh, he he would be my number one pick for uh, for Miles Morales. But I know we're not getting to Miles Morales anytime soon. But I would love to see him as uh, as Aquaman. Yeah. Opposite. Yeah, because I would love to see Jason Momoa with the sidekick, basically like trying to teach him restraint and that be his reason mm-hmm. to have to kind of mature. Yeah, I would love to see that. So yeah, um, this episode has gotten all over the fucking. We're supposed to be talking. So about by the way, on the Avengers Endgame special. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just remembered. I, I I have to go to Dallas the week before Endgame. Okay. So what's probably going to end up happening is. Yeah, I'm I'm watching Endgame Thursday night. No, yeah, so yeah, we yeah, can yeah, record. No. Yeah, no, I'm going. I'm, yeah. go, I'm going like Thursday at midnight. Yeah, to to get her by my mom. Got to do it. Yeah, nah, that's that's not waiting. I'm yeah, gonna, like if there's not a good quality bootleg out before this, I'm going <laughs> Thursday at midnight. I'm catching it. So I wanted to go see it in Atlanta because uh, the guy I watched Infinity War with, mm-hmm. just this random ass nerdy dude who happened to know like all the comic book shit. So, like, at first I was like, ah, yes, no one's sitting next to me in the film. Mm-hmm. Great, he comes and sits down, we get to talk, and I'm like, holy shit, this dude, like, knows his comic book shit. So, like, the entire time, we're just trading. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, you know, whenever Avengers 4 comes out, same spot, Thursday midnight. But, it's probably not, I think his name was, like, Richard. Or something. Mm-hmm. Probably not gonna happen, because I'm gonna have to be over here, because uh, I'm gonna have to, we're gonna have to record, like, the Friday of. Like, the, yeah, the Friday of, which. I'm gonna be fucking tired because so the week <laughs> yeah. before that for my job I have to go to a an awards banquet ceremony that I don't want to go to, mm-hmm. but it's in Dallas, and so here's the funny here's the funny thing, so they're giving us like stuff that we can do. And it's like we get a free tour of AT and T Stadium. I'm not gonna go fucking see Jerry World. Yeah, but it is. Like, they give you stuff that you can do, and one of the options is lounging at a hotel. We're in, like, a four-star hotel. So, like, I tried to pick for all three of my activities, lounging at a hotel. <laughs> they're, like, no. they're like, no, you have to go. You, you, have to, you have to step outside the hotel. I'm like, I don't want to. I want to lounge <laughs> in this for... Because the last time I had to go to Texas for a corporate thing uh, was surprising where I worked for Academy Sports. Oh, they put okay. us up in Houston in a nice hotel, and there was, like, this really nice bar. And like me and the people who out the other Birmingham stores that I was with, we just like got drunk at the bar the entire time. Which works. It yeah. was awesome. So I was like, I'll just do the same thing here. I'll just get drunk, wait for the award ceremony. Yeah, yeah no. No. So I picked like a brisket tour and a and a brew tour. <laughs> well yeah, that was the same best. So I'm like, I, I, can, I, can, I can eat some brisket and I can get drunk. Yeah. Which is what I would pick. I I don't want to see Jerry World. Yeah. Like yeah, I don't go go have some Cal Lowry. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. See, see, now I will never be able to eat brisket. <laughs> now you want some tender and juicy brisket? <laughs> Come on, man. Now, now I will never be able to eat brisket because of Kyle Lowry and his resemblance of <laughs> his resemblance to. Don't send him to Memphis, man. He's shaped like a brisket. Mo cheeks. Mo oh, cheeks. Man. Uh, we, we got anything else? We covered James Gunn. Covered Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Covered the in-game trailer. Oh, we forgot to get into hip-hop with 
How much time do we have? Yeah, we, will, we can make that big You want to record a second here? Yeah, yeah, we can record a second. Okay. All right, well, um, <laughs> that is the end of the rolling at now. Um, that is the end of this episode of Politics as Usual. If you see us back with the exact same stuff on, it's recorded the same day. Hammer down. This is Nike. It, it only, it matches my Kyrie's, which you can't see because of the desk, but. I'm not matching, but I was intent to wear this shirt. And by the way, um, Legion, if you need somebody to, to, a writer, a sports writer who writes soccer, perhaps. You know, oh, it's the it's the soccer league in Birmingham. I mean, the soccer team in Birmingham. Birmingham has a soccer team. Yeah, there's the MLS, and then there's a like a league underneath the MLS, and they play within that league. Oh, awesome! Yeah, I wanted to go to Atlanta United game. I think about leaving the house yeah. on the weekend in Atlanta. I got to go to Atlanta United. Man. They look so lit, and I don't even like the MLS, but they just look so lit. Oh, I got to talk to y'all some else on the camera. Okay. But anyways, so we'll be back with our favorite uh, hip-hop for that. It might be a mini episode. Until then, peace.